and welcome to another episode of Full Blooded Podcast. My name is Mr. X, but you can call me Leo. Today in the mobile lounge, we have two very special guests. Uh, I would like to introduce Brent and Bob to you. They're what I consider very religious men, but in a good way. As you know, comedians don't really have the most positive uh, compliments to say about religion in general. But, you know, lately I've been having an open mind about life in general, and I found out that uh, if you meet some really positive, uh, soft-spoken, religious people, there's something special about them, and that's why I wanted to introduce to you Bob and Brent. Uh, we'll start with Brent first. Brent, please introduce your- yourself. Thank you, Leo. It's great to be with you today. Um, yeah, my name is Brent, and I've been in the ministry for over 30 years, so I'm a senior pastor, and I'm also a Bible teacher, and I just love the Lord. I'm married with three boys and have lived in Orange County now for, goodness, about 18 years. And Bob is my next guest, and Bob's also special. Uh, Bob, please tell everybody uh, who you are. Yeah, this is Bob Malkovich. Yeah, I, um, I'm uh, four generations of Christians, you know. I don't know I should say. Um, raised in Seventh-day Adventist Church, um, I'm also a missionary, 30 years missionary to Europe and different parts of the world, Mexico, and uh, um, and I try to work with uh, what you call the less fortunate people, try to help the less fortunate people. So that's my my goal and continue to do that mm. until I can. Okay. Thank you, Leo, for inviting me. I appreciate it. So, you know, <clears throat> I have some questions here that I wrote down because, you know, a comedian's job is to kind of be the jokester in the world. He makes fun of things. And, you know, and religious people aren't particularly crazy about those kind of guys. But I didn't invite you guys to the podcast for us to have a discussion of our differences. I actually invited you guys in the podcast for you guys to teach me something about Christianity. Because I'm finding out, do the Greek Christians think the same as the American Christians? You know, one of the issues that I had when I was studying religion is I see pictures about World War II. And I see... Christianity on one side, the, the Hitler side, blessing the troops, and then I see Christianity on the other side, blessing the uh, allied troops. And I'm thinking, you know, how, how does a religious person, or how does a man of faith, reconcile things like war or some of the crimes that are happening around, around the world? And I had discussions with you, Bob, how I get upset sometimes, how sometimes, you know, we're living in the, in the right country, and, you know, God is great, but then you got other people living in sad countries like Africa, Right where if you're not of the right anything, you could you could be killed. Um, so, so and you've had some good answers, but let's start things really really soft. Okay. Uh, femininity. I'm playing Xbox games, and this teenager starts talking about feminism in high school, and I thought that just was a hashtag trend. I didn't know that was a real thing. How do you guys? How do you guys address that femininity is, or feminism? Is there such a thing in the church or in the Christian religion? Hmm. Thanks, Leo. Well, first of all, I think the foundation of our belief and practice is, is the Bible, uh, the 66 books of the Bible. Um, I don't consider myself religious. Uh, religion tends to be man's attempt to uh, come to know God, where, according to the scriptures, uh, God is sovereign. God is almighty. God is the one who has sought a relationship with me, and I've responded by <clears throat> placing my faith in him. And so I have a relationship with, with God through faith in Jesus Christ. And so it's the word that's really the foundation for, for everything. Um, so unfortunately, there are religious people, as you said, around the world and throughout history. And, and um, 
you know, oftentimes they've distorted the truth. They've taken matters into their own hands, but in the name of religion have done things that are that are displeasing to God. And it's been very hurtful to mankind, unfortunately. You know, we've seen that throughout history. So we have to come back to the truth. And, uh, you know, when you talk about fem- feminism, you know, that's... Very big in the whole social yeah, media. Yeah, goodness, it sure is. It sure is. Well, again, going back to Scripture, you know, we believe that uh, um, man and woman, <clears throat> excuse me, are equal. And so we believe in the equality of the sexes. And we believe that God loves both of them. And they both have a role in society and in the home and in the church. And that role is a bit different, but nonetheless, they are equal. Jesus, of course, changed history, especially coming into such a a, Jewish world where where it was so male-dominated. It still is, Uh, isn't it? Yeah, a lot that way. I mean, not quite as much as it was in the first century. But, uh, you know, Jesus really, in a lot of ways, liberated women and allowed women to have a much greater role in society, um, giving them opportunities to learn, giving them opportunities to teach and to care and to serve and uh, to do so much more <clears throat> than maybe they were first allowed to, like in the synagogues and stuff. So, so um, I think that's really do, do, do amazing. Do young girls in your, in your congregation bring any issues up about femininity? <clears throat> I think, I think so. I mean, they're in school, I think so. peer pressure must affect them somehow. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think, you know, our youth leaders probably, you know, have much more, uh, uh, you know, opportunities to hear those kinds of questions than okay. I do. But but nonetheless, yeah, they're they're very real. Very real. <laughs> He's one of the most politest guy. I, I could just listen to him for the longest time. I don't know what it is about you, friend. All right, Bob, well, how, how do you guys address that? Because I've talked about you and your daughter, and you talked about sometimes you've know, you got to draw the line here and there. And, and I'm old school. I'm a Baldwin dancer, so I believe that a male and a female, as equal as they are, they're different creatures, and each one has a role. So anyway, that's just my theory. But what, what about you, Bob? Well, we, 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 I guess, have to realize that we are living in a sinful world. Mm-hmm. And uh, the feminism started in a sinful world, not in the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you heard. Where did it <laughs> start? Like, like Bob so much. So, so you have to be straightforward. Right after, right after Adam and Eve fall, sure. there's a lot of changes in the terms. Mm-hmm. There's a headship. There's a, mm-hmm. uh, the wife is my helper, mm-hmm. you know, my right hand. So, so I have a two girls, and I have a six sister, sister cousins. So you can imagine I'm surrounded with, the, with, the, with the ladies around, and I respect every single one of them, you know. And uh, maybe some men hate me because I try to be nice to the women. Sure. And I see when I speak in front of the church how many men are sitting, uh, stone face when I speak about the relationship. How man is supposed to lay his life with his wife. Mm-hmm. And and I see how much ladies are kind of open and they're willing to hear, willing to listen. But the world brought a little different, you know. It's uh, lifting up and sometimes even putting men down. We try to be equal with the men and even putting them down and overpower them. I see in the western part of the world the women try to be above the men. And that's what creates a problem in our families. We're equal, like, like he said, but also has to know who is ahead. <laughs> who is a helper? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I am not putting nobody down. Listen, I was, no, no. I was raised. I, I love everything you're saying, and, and I grew up that way. So to and, me, this is natural. And my you know, kid, I don't, I don't need religion or, or faith or anything mm-hmm. to tell me what 
to tell me what I feel a common sense is. I'm, for example, I'll, 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 I'll make it relatable to the, to, the, to the world of nature. There's a lion and there's a pride. And the lion's going to lay down his life to protect his cubs and, and protect his, his, his pride. But after a while, you know, he, he's going to be replaced. You know, and the women are going to do what they're going to do. Now, obviously, you know, this is the way things work. They have certain roles. It's not like... Um, this man is gonna, this lion man, or this, the male lion is gonna lie down and tell all the women, uh, you know, uh, what can I do for you? No, they do most of the hunting. They play a certain role. Nature has certain roles for certain animals, and they get together. Some animals mate for life. I hear seahorses. Once they get together, they're made for life. I don't know. I heard emperor penguins are the same way. But I've also heard that, uh, you know, the, the, the male and every single species of silverbacks, they have a role. And I think men have a role, and and every role so far that I've that I've been hearing from you guys, I totally agree with that. I I, I think that's awesome. I just think but the female one with the lions. When we talk about the female sure. one, one who will protect the cubs, and even if it needs to be dying for them. Well, I don't compared, know about that part. They, uh, they, they don't uh, die for the cubs. Oh yeah, they part. are they are they are fighting <laughs> for the they are fighting to kill. Sure. The, if anyone comes intrude around, sure. she will lay her life over for them. Uh, so I, I know I've, but, I watched but, but, some of them. But these lions, I mean, everybody has a, a place. Everybody has. Of course, a, a there's a there's a tribe. There's a tribe yeah. in their life. And, li- and yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm just living in a secular world. I'm not really sure if feminism. I mean, what is? I don't even know what feminism is. Some people are telling me, well, we all that they want to be treated equal. And I thought, well, don't we? Don't we do that anyway? I mean, common courtesy and kindness and it's okay. and, and it's okay. that's for everyone, isn't it? It's why okay. Why do we need to have a rule or a policy that says? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand what, where that's coming from. Well, I don't make it happen. It's, it's okay to be uh, protecting and stuff, but I think in the secular world we live in, they went too far. Were they requiring what they're doing and were sure. they, you know, replacing actually what the origin of the God? Try to be loving and kind and uh, lift up. Of course, you know, when I speak about it, I have, like I said, all these girls around me and my daughters, I try to teach them uh, there's, uh, there's responsibility in your life. There's, of course, of course feminine responsibility, but also there's responsibility towards a man, the one you're going to uh, marry and live with him, you know, and respect him well, and, see, I, and, I, and love him. See, I agree the same thing. I agree the same thing. If, if, I'm, gonna, if I'm the world leader of, of what, such and such country and I'm trying to make peace or a treaty with another country, I'm going to sh- demonstrate humility and, and strength and mercy and all the things that you guys are talking about in kindness I mean, you know, but so I don't necessarily need, you know, a, a religion or a philosophy to tell me that this is common sense because I'm, you know, we're, we should be naturally good people and we want to do good things. So if I'm representing my, my company or if I'm representing my business or just myself, I'm going to want to treat you with respect and kindness and courtesy and an open mind and honesty. I mean, people should naturally want to be like that. And I think this is why religion is good in the sense that they teach people that don't know how they should actually uh, yeah. plug into that to kind of be like that. So I think there's a lot of, you know, pay your taxes, you know, don't break the law, be kind to your wife, protect your family. Those are all wonderful ideas. So I don't know why social media is having to hashtag everything to bring across a message like in this example I'm picking on feminism because I thought, well, I don't know what feminism is except that unless they want to be treated equally like a man and I don't know about you guys, but I thought everything we just mentioned, how we treat people, is how we would treat not only men but women as well. So I don't understand where this feminism thing comes from, unless well, I think there is a I think there is a reality of the fact that women are treated differently in our culture. So I think it's based on facts in that women are are paid differently, 
for example, um, you know, even suffrage and, and the ability to vote, you know, hasn't been around forever. Um, and of course, other nations too, and other religious, you know, there's, you know, women driving for the first time yeah. in what is that, Saudi Arabia or something? Yeah. One of those, one of those countries. And uh, which still not tolerated. I mean, good night. Getting away with yeah, we're yeah. 2017 to <coughs> 2018. There for the first time driving. So yeah, I think there are issues out there. Um, but it's certainly not the Bible or Christianity that's ca- the cause behind this, yeah. you know, that's not allowing women to have some form of equality. Influence of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and some is some is religious, like Islam and yeah. things. So let, let me move on to uh, I hope you get an answer. Uh, to soul of immortality. And I'll tell you why, because lately a couple of my friends have had fr- their friends' uh, family Deaths, I mean, they've had deaths okay. in the family. And uh, and I made a, a, a comment yesterday uh, to one of my best friends. You know, when you die, I don't think I'm going to go to your funeral. And so I, I'll be sad. I'm like, why would I go to your funeral? I, I go, if, if we really are vessels for a soul or if you believe in the life thereafter, whatever your religion dictates you, what happens after death, most, most religions say that you, something happens to you after. You're still alive. My question is this. If you truly believe in immortality, then... Why? Why is everyone so sad? Like this is the end, and and I'm thinking, why don't you feel like in Star Wars, Yoda's still behind you somewhere, mm-hmm. or he's still looking down on you? Or I don't understand why there's this breakdown from, you know, people throwing themselves on a coffin because I'm never going to see this person again, or this person is gone, doesn't exist. That doesn't make sense to me at all. But once again, the Bible tells us that we don't grieve as others do. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and for us Christians, yeah. It's, it's a time of separation, which is unfortunate, but there's going to be a reunion to come because that we do believe that each person is an eternal soul. That's what the Bible tells us. So every person who has ever been conceived will live eternally. They will exist forever. And each person will have a body, a resurrected body, that they will live with eternally. So... It, even, it doesn't make sense that we would just cease to exist after this world. What is the purpose of this world then? If, there is no, if there's no rewards in the end, if there's no reconciliation, if there's no judgment in the end, what does this world then mean? What's its purpose? Would, would, would it you, makes no sense that there would be nothing hereafter. Would you, are you willing to agree that the flip side would then be true, that then this is all just vanity, this is all just one simulation as some scientific intellectuals think that would be the no i don't because there's no, no I don't value s- in it then no i i think there's a lot of value because it is preparation for the next life you know no, no, no. the flip side of what you said you said if this and this and this doesn't happen mm-hmm. then what is the point of it all yeah mm-hmm. so then the, so let's let's play devil's advocate let's say that there is no point of it all and yeah. let's say there is yeah, nothing there's no point okay would yeah, you yeah. change your your life would you do the same <clears throat> Without having religion, we used to be a good person, take care of your family. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, you're, you're right. I think there would be more of a propensity to live for self and to not be that kind of person and, and be a lot of, like a lot of people in world history who just totally live for themselves, arrogant, proud, get as much as they can, hurt, harm, kill as many as they can to get ahead to take what they want. And, if there is no judgment to come or there's no rewards to look forward to, uh-huh. then why in the world not live like that? And and some men in history have lived like you just said, and some of them are politicians. And to me, this is what tricks me about God and mankind. I, I, sometimes I think, you know, 
if you, if you have all these people being religious and they all believe in their religion, they're all going to go to war. And that's been happening for a long time. Then I started thinking, well, maybe it's not God's message. And I don't even really know if, you know, there's more than one religion. I go, if every religion said that you have to go ahead and not preach your religion, but just get along. That's it, just get along. If everybody could just yeah. get along. But it's impossible. But it's impossible. Why? Why doesn't God just put his foot down and say, boom, well, we've had enough? Because, because of the first war started in heaven. And the devil is uh, actually who rebelled, you know. <laughs> this is the whole thing that started upside down. You know, he upside down. Everything God says. God says Adam and Eve. He says Adam and Steve. Mm. Uh, God says uh, this, and he says no, the other. You know, yeah. so respect, and he says kill. So here's, the, here's actually show. He's almost like 6,000 years now. We show what the devil did, even flipping up everything. And, mm. and that's why it won't be no peace. Mm. Till what? Till Christ returns back okay, and so takes over a kingdom, the devil, actually Adam and Eve, turn over to the devil. That's exactly why we're living like this now, my friend. That's right. And we have a seed, seed of the, of the devil of rebellion. Uh, living for myself, it's, listen, you know, even if it's no religion, the seed from the devil we have, it's me, 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 I, I, I. Mm. I'm living myself. Which, I don't need nobody. Right. I am a God myself. How much of that is related mm. to sports? Look at look at the guys who do uh, um, who become sports legends, right? Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. isn't that like a form of sports worship? Like all <laughs> the guys that can, you know, they look up to this guy and have a picture of him uh, in their living room, but they don't have a picture they, they, of <laughs> of maybe whatever their faith is, right? Maybe the pastor can agree. I mean, can walk like a god. I mean, I've always thought to myself, why would somebody so want to be famous? Why would somebody want to be behind the camera? Why would somebody want to have thousands of fans and be in the movies? You know, even if they're a singer, why can't you sing for yourself? Why can't you make jokes for yourself? But But I mean, okay, so the whole world is kind of going crazy, isn't it? Is it just me? I mean, I'm not a religious guy. I don't particularly practice a faith. But when I, when I look at what's going on around the world, I'm thinking, everything around us has to do with serving yourself. Am I wrong about that? No, it's, the world's not going to get any better either. It's, it's just getting worse. Okay, that's one of my my other questions. Do you how, where do you guys lie when we hear reports from scientists saying, you know, we're not making an improvement on the uh, carbon? footprint you know we're we're, we're heading down a, a, a path we might not be able to recover second law of thermodynamics everything's winding down everything's yeah. declining given enough time you know we're gonna the sun is slowly burning out um things die things decay things are corrupted and that's just the way it is and it's it's the same way with sin among man it's it's not getting better we're not i don't believe we're ushering in god's kingdom by things getting better and better and better I think things are only going to continue to get worse yeah. until Christ yeah. returns Every again. Yeah, yeah. Not that there's not great things happening. I'm not a pessimist thinking yeah. that the whole world has sort of gone to hell because <clears throat> I think there are amazing men and women, <clears throat> boys and girls out there that are doing phenomenal oh, yeah. acts of kindness, self-sacrifice. Um, I love what our troops do, our first responders do. You see acts of kindness uh, you know, in the news if you look for it. Uh, there are amazing things out there where people are just helping others, and I love that part of the human spirit. Bob, you 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 volunteer in South America periodically, don't you? Yes, we did. Uh, we we went to Mexico with uh, Group Amor, which is right in President San Diego, which means almost every uh, Christian organization then is willing to help those poor and needy 
I, I think it should be part of the Amor group, and they are many. Mm. I, I met so many when I went there, you know, in March when we go uh, build a house for the poor families, and we just hang key to them. That's great. Uh, but you know what else I do? I hang the Bible to them. See, mm. si habla español, I, I give them the Spanish. Mm. Yeah. The Bible, I said, yeah. you know what, now we have a peace and quiet, and you have a time, uh, find the time to read God's Word. That will be yeah. the most important for you yeah. than, than, anything, than anything you can accomplish in, in the world. Because we are just passing through. The God given us time, <coughs> you know, 50, 60, 70, we're just passing through. So uh, let's, do why, let's be wise in the rest of the world. What, what does Christianity teach regarding once um, you guys die and once you guys go to heaven <coughs> or reunited <coughs> with your creator? Is there a purpose after that? Is, is there any insight, like, what you do after that? Or do you guys have, have you guys thought about, I'm... Yeah, definitely. What, what have you... Well, we, it's, it's very similar to what we do here on this earth. We continue to glorify God and serve Him. And, but you know, look at, I mean, how does that look like? Well, I think, I think, you know, heaven is on earth for the first thousand years, and it's going to be sort of a remodeled earth, a renewed earth from what it is today. But nonetheless, a lot of similarities. And I think that we'll rule and reign with Christ, that we'll have a role. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll have a role, we'll have a place, a purpose. Um, serving the Lord, and having new bodies with the ability to serve Him perfectly. And that'll be an amazing time. And then beyond that is the new Jerusalem on the new earth. And and once again, I have to believe that we'll have a place and a purpose, a place of service once again. Why, why do the... Why, and I hear the word Jerusalem a lot when it comes to Christian faith. Why do, does the Jewish nation not get along with all Christian nations? Well, I think they... They do. I wouldn't say that they don't get along. Um, well, I'm not sure if they're you know, the Vatican or best friends. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, you know, the Jews as a whole, you know, are unbelieving. Right. That's many, what I'm saying. Many they don't are. believe there's a Christ. <coughs> yeah, they rejected well, they Christ. To accept him, but they yeah. Reject him. That's so true, Bob. Yeah. Um, so true. And so, this is what I meant earlier when you have religions that are... You have people that are, because I've met Jewish people, and I've met Christian people, and I think they're just wonderful. I think they're really, really, because you guys are wanting to be honest and kind. I think it's personality. Well, no, no, it's it's their their faith. Like, their religion tells them to be honest, to be hardworking, to be trusting, to be merciful. I met so many Jewish people, uh, you know, they're just uh, grabbing for the money. They, they just going. Oh yeah, they just going for the for the success. They could be a comedian, Bob, or Hollywood, right? <laughs> yes, of course, Hollywood. Who's running Hollywood? Come on, you know. Yeah, well, what I'm who's saying. Who's running bankers? Who is running? Okay, know, and yes, the, yes, we're not putting down them. They're smart people. No, yeah. I understand. That. I understand. Uh, but how I'm does a part, I'm and part of the Jew? My mother was Jew from my side, you know. But how not, does a religious, a faith, a person of faith? How does a Christian person of faith look at other religions that are doing just as many? I don't know, wonderful things for their people. I mean, I, I, why is it that the United States admires the, 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 the country, the nation of Israel so much and constantly protecting them and constantly our, them? Our salvation, the Bible tells us, has come from the Jews. Yeah. Jesus was yeah. a Jewish man. The Bible is a Jewish book. And so we have great admiration, respect for them. They're God's chosen people. God has a plan for them. Temporarily, you know, uh, there's a, a number of them that are unbelieving in Christ not many of them, they're very secular. They're not very religious at all. They don't even follow Judaism. Yeah. Um, but God has a plan, and in the end, Israel's going to be saved, according to Romans chapter 11. <coughs> so I was not aware of that. I, I had studied the Bible for a while, and that's interesting to know. 
Yes. What, what did yes. Scott has do? a plan. He says, I'm heading to. Uh, I changed my diet 20 years ago. All right, and uh, we are back on. Tell me about your diet. Well, you're going to hear my. Yeah, I met the Dr. Lorraine Day uh, in, in Westminster. She was speaking in church about the uh, principles how to be healthy and 10 principles. And I was looking like a one, two, three. Oh, boy, I don't even have one, maybe one. So I decided to change my diet, uh, you know, and really um, slowly. It took me like 50 times to stop eating meat and animal product. Mm -hmm. But the, I, I got over it, you know. And then my, my sister uh, becomes a doctor in microbiology. Mm -hmm. I find out that all the tumor cancer come from animal product. And I, and I said, you know what, uh, I'm going to slowly <laughs> try to get away with, you know. Uh, I saw what she's... She was telling the client, you know, when it comes in, say, uh, need to leave the meat, you need sugar, need all the cake. Blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, man, who is going to do that? It's not easy. So, so it's going to take time. And I tell you, I heard from all people come back, and they said, listen, I can't. Just let me eat, let me die. And so we will die, of course. So. Mm. You know, we're all going to die. But, you know, issue, how are you going to die? Yeah. Uh, die from old, from age, or die from the diseases and cancer, you know. So that's very important. And, uh, you know, I drop a lot of sodas, no animal product, and I'll tell you. Mm. Never been sick in 20 years, one day. Really? One. No. no cold, no food, no. It doesn't matter who is, cold, who is sick around me. Wow. That's what that's she good. said. She said, as long as your immune system is strong, it doesn't matter who is sick around you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong, you know, I'm not a doctor, but wow, um, that's great. How do you, you have kids, you, you have kids too, right? Yes. Do, do, do you notice they pay a lot of attention to the internet or, you know, social media mm -hmm. or, Definitely. you know, peer pressure at school or their coworkers? You know, how do you, do, how do you tell them um, what's right and wrong or do, or do you feel that they're, they're not going to listen to you? It doesn't matter if you're a person of faith or not. I mean, how does that work? You know, I think it is challenging. Um, you have to be a role model first and foremost. Mm. You have to, you have to live what you're saying because the kids see right through that. If you're telling them one thing, but <laughs> doing, you know, the very thing you're telling them not to do, because um, even parents spend too much time on their phones and internet oh, yeah. and social media, and so I think that's important. Um, but yeah, you just it, it's through it's through all their years of of raising them. It's it's teaching them verbally. It's giving them role models. It's it's putting them under people who love and care for them and teach them that enhance what you're doing, like through the church, for example, like a Sunday school and things as such. Um, some choose to educate their children in Christian schools, which is good as well. Um, and then I, I think you've got to be careful not to give them too much opportunity. For example, we did not allow our kids to have telephones that hooked up to the Internet until... They were much later, like I don't remember the exact age. It varied just a little bit, but 17, 18 years old before my kids had phones. responsible. Yeah, yeah, but when they were under my watch, you know, under 18, um, I knew that that was probably too much for them to handle, to have complete access to the Internet. So we put blocks on their phones everything, and every things as such until they were about 18. Once again, everything that he's saying, everything that you guys are saying, I'm telling you, if... If this was like 1983, I would have loved to hear it when I was a young man, yeah. with or without religion we overtones. But but like like I'm 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 at a mystery. It's like why religion can't get along, and and all the things that religion has has been shared here, they all sound fantastic, you know. But yet we don't have peace in the world. We don't even have peace in this country. 
right? You got different, you got Muslims and Sikhs and Buddhists and, and all kinds of different people running around here besides Christianity. Yet they're not committing crimes against each other. But around the world, that doesn't seem to be the case, is it? Well, we yeah, don't, we don't have like, nothing against the Muslim, you know, uh, but we see uh, not, every, not every Muslim is a, a terrorist. But so far, every terrorist was a Muslim. In general, I'm not in general. I'm well, you can say the same thing about the Irish bombings, right? With all with Ireland, a lot of Christians. So every bomber is a Christian. You could say the same thing. No, but a lot of them, like uh, with the theology of the Muslim, sure. you know, the infidel, like you and I, infidel. Uh, America is infidel for them, you know. So why why do you want to come in America then? So those would be the extreme religions, extreme right? Extreme religion, you know. And, I'm, and it doesn't if you stream it in every religion. If you extremist, yeah. if you extreme, it's not good. Yeah. God gives a freedom. God is not extreme. He gives a freedom for you to believe and trust and trust Him. And if you don't want to believe, He gives you a freedom to do that too. But once you get start forcing to do something, and I think that's going to be very soon. The end of the week closing. Do, do you, I've heard of, i got to ask you this because I, 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 I find this fascinating. Yeah. <clears throat> Some religions believe the world was supposed to end in 1912, 1925. You know, and then, of course, you got other people preaching different things, but I'm just curious, do you guys feel there's going to be an end coming in your generation, or do you feel that you don't know when it's going to happen? Well, Meaning when the world gets transformed. Yeah. Well, I believe in the eminence, eminency of Christ, uh, of his return, that he could return at any moment. So I believe that he's going to return at some point for the church, for his bride. <clears throat> we call that the rapture which will then lead to a seven-year tribulation on this earth, which is God's judgment. You know, we do not know the day or the hour. All we, can, all we can do is look at signs, and certainly there are signs out there. The big sign was Israel becoming a nation again in 1948. We call that the super sign. <clears throat> we see uh, in Ezekiel 38 and 39, we see what we call like the Battle of Gog and Magog, and it's when... Russia and Iran and Turkey and other states like Sudan and um, other North African uh, countries are going to invade Israel. <clears throat> we see today those countries becoming very, very friendly. And so we, we certainly see that these things could take place in the near future. And, and also something else about the seven-year tribulation is something called the Antichrist and sort of a one-world kind of a government and the mark of the beast and these sorts of things. And we certainly live in a time where technology is, provides the opportunity to do these things with chips, with computer systems, with satellite technology. So the things that the Bible prophesied some 2,000 years ago we're seeing now the technology in place that will actually allow these things to happen. So yes, we believe it could happen any time, but by no means can we set a date. <clears throat> you think it's going to happen soon in your generation, Bob? Well, we see the signs of the times. It just, just, mm -hmm. just the last few months, uh, it, what happened? Look at the weather in Europe, uh, in Australia, and mm -hmm. uh, looking in America, <coughs> fifty below zero. I call my uh, cousin in Chicago. He <laughs> says. Uh, we're not mm -hmm. going to store. Yeah, well, look like you're not going to go store for a while. How below zero yes. uh, continue yes. terrible, horrible. Yeah. You know, lucky we in California we have nice weather here. Mm. But some signs of the times is going to turn around almost mm. everywhere. 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna see the earthquakes. We're gonna see the yeah. different things, natural and that natural disaster, year. one after another, is gonna come. Uh, so, so this, this to me sounds almost like another Noah's Ark rep repetitive story, like where the world well, comes to an end and everything the, starts the, all the over again. Point, the whole point is you get ready today. It's almost like you know, I told my my cousin and. Is real estate, and it says, hey, the, the rate today is uh, uh, 4.0, lock in today, because tomorrow you don't guarantee. I'm telling you the same thing, lock in today. Okay. Lock, yeah, because yeah. tomorrow it could be late. That's right. Because yeah. God is not doing, because sure. what he is doing, he done already his part on the cross. Yeah. Now it's your to accept the gift. And, I, and it's up to us, you give us free will. That's right. So, again, you know, I, I wanted to, I've heard these things before, especially when I was a young man growing up, and there was a time when um, I sounded very similar like you guys did. But now I, I say the same things that you guys say, but I don't have that, uh, that I don't know, I don't have, I don't know how to describe it, that, that uh, Christian magic maybe. I mean, I'm literally looking at you guys, and I'm listening to you guys, and you guys are some one 100% committed. And I'm not saying that's bad or good. I'm just saying that to me is impressive. It's a relationship. E it's even still. Relationship. I'm thinking this could be the, 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 the magic I've been looking for, the secret to keep a marriage together. Because you guys are so nice. I can't believe any of your wives ever leaving you. I've been divorced three times. I, I, <laughs> you know, even I have to show to my wife and my yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not, I'm, I have to show them what Christ showed me. But <clears throat> how am I going to show? I have to get up before the noise starts. I have to prioritize my life. God number one, wife number two, kids number three. I'm number four, and my job number five. My friend, sure. today, today, uh, our priority is upside down. Sure. Yeah, you know, job first, me. Yeah, of course. That kids, but oh God, oh, man, it's yeah, on the bottom. Right. I don't. Sure, So, so I'm trying. I'm not trying. I'm asking God to help me before noise start. Lord, please help me. I don't know what day it's going to take. I don't yeah. know what, what's going to yeah. happen, but I need your help. I can't do it on my own. I well can't said. do it on my own. Well said. Is there anything? Well, gentlemen, um, from one comedian to two wise men, I want to say I really, I really appreciate your time and your sincerity, and I'm really impressed with your commitment. Once again, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I do. I, I'm having a change of heart when I'm coming to appreciate the. I think the Valley contributions that positive religious people like you make. I mean, you guys, I don't feel you guys are lording it over anybody. I don't feel you guys are going out of your way to make people uncomfortable. And you guys always seem to be open when it comes to questions or when I'm being inquisitive. I think to me that's just an, an awesome example of, of nice people. Okay, okay, Bob, go ahead. That's why I like Bob so much. Go ahead, Bob, before we close No, off. you started in the beginning, right? Remember about the Hitler something? Yeah, yeah, on both sides. Yeah. On both sides. But you know the, who Hitler was influenced by who? No. By Luther. If you, now 500 years since sure. Luther, well, they talk about 95 theses, he, well, those mm -hmm. are great. Mm -hmm. But the Luther made a terrible comment about Jew that needs to be exterminated. And Hitler mm -hmm. took that literally. Mm -hmm. So I'm not putting mm -hmm. him down, what sure. he believes. Mm -hmm. if, we, if we not st start not putting down and not forcing something for me to believe what he believes or yeah. uh, follows him, and then that's where it comes, literally people taking and forcing it and putting it in force. So God gives a freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, today we want to just be influenced uh, by, you know, by telling you, let's start with God first and let's treat everybody equal because God died for every single one of us. Mm -hmm. And every time I talk to you guys, all I ever hear is none of that. What I hear is 
look how nice these people are and how respectful they are. Uh-huh. And, and if nothing else, I would love for you guys it's to be my neighbor. We need more me. people like this. It's not me. It's him. <laughs> my name is Mr. X. We can call Malia. This has been the Full Blooded Podcast. Bob, Brent, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.